And the book of John, chapter 1. Amen. Amen. So we, we're going to change the subject title. The way it was, before there was God. The way it was, before there was God. The inspiration was just saying The God has always been the way. Amen. So let's read the book of John chapter 1 and then we take it again. Amen. When we look at the word species, we realize that the generation came. Amen. And it was the inspired of the word. Then we, we want to zoom in in the word. Amen. Blessed be so we will just take a short space of time. Amen. The weight 
was made flesh. Can you say that? Say it. The word was made flesh. The word was made what? The word was made flesh. This statement is one powerful statement I've ever heard. Right? The word was made flesh. And dwell among us. Amen. Right? And we beheld his glory. The glory has come to be gotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Whenever the scripture begins to talk about the word, he reveals the Son and the Father also. Because now the Father has a produce, has a, a project. Amen. The Father has produced of himself. Amen. So that's very important.
Dacă consider Father, 
we will also be able to trace that he sent by the weight. And gave the way gave instruction and sent the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have that one. So that is just another uh, coach that I want to speak to read. And this quote, I want to see, I think we will we would really like this quotation. Amen. Make fun of him. 
What did he do? God raised him up on the third day from what? From the dead. And today there is a breakthrough. Amen. It started back there at the beginning. The way back in, uh, the way back at the day of Pentecost. You see, the way back is what? It's not the day of Pentecost. What was the way back to what? To him be alive again. Amen. So now, let's check the subject quickly. Now, church, there is something that I want us to look into. We're talking about the weight of God before God. We need to understand that we are taught by the prophet of God that the word of God, right, is an object of worship. Do you need that today? The word of God is an object of worship. The word of God is not just a name. It means God as a weight is a byproduct of something. It means it is born because. Many people say you are God not because of anything. You are born God because you are God. Have you ever heard? I have heard that spoken by many singers. The singers are messes who are just singing without, without inspiration. They mess them. Even our dear honorable uh, uh, Pastor Benjamin, I hear him saying, uh, You are God because you are God. No, you're not God because you are God because somebody is worshiping. You need to understand that God is subjected. The way God is subject to something. Are you getting that? He is God because he is being worshipped. So when Moses sees him, he sees him after the invisible world is created, and now God begins to do what? To fix the visible world. In his mind, the ultimate goal or the ultimate end was to put his son on earth to continue the rulership on the visible world. So when Moses speaks, of him, he says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Immediately when he says God, we know that somebody worshipped him at the time, he says, in the beginning. There were, there were angels worshipping him. But the angels worshipping him were servants to God. They were created for a purpose to serve you see that? Now, then God begins to fix the invisible world because one angel messed up. Let me just take it this way. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 tells us of the mess that happened when the devil was kicked out of heaven. Because when God created the heavens and the earth, He created them to be what? To be inhabited. He made it perfect. 
The scripture says he created the heavens and the earth. He didn't create the earth to be for, to be formless and void. The formlessness and void came because some creature broke the wind. And then God kicked this creature out. So Genesis chapter uh, 1 verse 3, God begins to give shape to the visible world. He begins to bring things together, to put things into their places. If you realize, and you read very well and study well, you will realize that there are three things that God created in Genesis chapter 1. It says he created heavens and the earth. And he created what? Man. Number three, he created the fish in the sea and the earth. The rest of the things he didn't create, he brought them to be. That's why when you read the book of the Jesus, he says, out of the ground, God caused all kinds of animals. They came because they already was there. God was not creating them. They were already God already created them before. The sun was not created. The sun was punished because it existed. God had to bring it to its place. The stars, the moon, God set them well in their places. If you want to believe that, read the book of you will realize what God was doing. When God begins to punish the earth with the intent to put his son to do what? To rule and subdue the visible world. Are you understanding that? But I want you to understand when God made Adam, God made Adam, created him a spirit man. Did you hear that? Adam was created as spirit. In Genesis chapter 2, God, remember God is a spirit, the scripture says, that he that worships him must worship him in spirit and truth, right? So when God created Adam, he created a spirit person. And in the day God created them, he named them Adam, Ha Adam, meaning devilish article Ha Adam which means human beings. Are you getting that? I'm not going to hate So, in Adam was meant to come every other human being. That's the original intent. So, God created Adam in Genesis chapter 2, we find God forming one body. But the original intent was that they be two. But God is showing us something much greater. When he created a body, this particular person is created in the likeness of God. Is in the image of God. 
When God gave him a body, God brings a man and does not bring a woman at the same time. Because the woman is not supposed to be another creature. But the woman is supposed to be the man in another form. The woman must be that same man that God created. So that through the woman, man would continue to bring the same species all the time. When God created man in a physical form, when he formed man in a physical form of the soil, you realize that Genesis chapter 1 says, God created man. He made him both, when he made him, he made him both male and female. Genesis chapter 2, God formed man, man of the dust of the ground. But it says nothing about the soul. You realize the soul is the only thing that we don't see created, right? Why? Because the soul had already existed before everything. God had decided for before the foundation of the world. The soul was already there when the spirit was created. The soul had already been there when God was created. It was for the soul to have a dwelling place. So he created the body of the flesh and the body of the flesh in it was every remember what Adam said. Now let's just put let's go back to the words of Adam. When God brought Eve to Adam uh, before the fall, Adam said, This is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, she shall be called a woman, because she has been taken out of man. Now, anything that is taken out of me is mine. It is not something else. I get that. Anything taken out of me is not another person. It is not another thing. That particular thing is mine. That's why he says this is bone, one bone of my bones. This is flesh of my flesh, meaning that there is still more that is coming out of me. Are you getting that? There's more bones to come out of me. There's more flesh that is coming out of me. This is what Adam is saying. This is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman because she has been what? Taken out of a man. It is God, Adam identified or revolution of identification. Adam identifying who he is in front of him. I tell you right now, we can be in an accident and then I can come with a bone 
and then put it here and say, identify this bone. No one will identify that's my bone. But I want you to realize that Adam found his bone. And it was clearly identifiable. And where it came from. That is the most important thing. We get it there? Oh my God, I don't know who brought you here. You are supposed to take you straight home so that you can go rest. <laughs> Amen. Since this is born of my bone, flesh of my flesh, right? There's something I need you to check. In Adam's physique, their people was to come out. Are we getting there? Meaning, there is what we call a kept, God kept what? He kept people to come out of Adam. Anybody that was to come was already in Adam, in a physical form. Adam was not both the weight. And the flesh. Adam was a produce or a creation of the weight. Was an entity in whom the weight has put memories of everyone that was to appear or that was to be born physically. We get that? Everyone that was to be born physically, so had to come through Adam until the devil went to deceive Adam in a free form. The female Adam was actually deceived, but the male Adam was not deceived, he knew what he was doing. Now, I want you to realize, when Eve was in front of Adam, in that form, when Adam identified, Adam actually said, I am this. I am the bride. That's what Adam said. That is the quotation that we just read now. So, but I want you to get something here. We're talking about Adam, right? The first one. If Adam needed to help, because think of it. Oh my. Genesis 2:18 says, God said it is not good for a man to be alone. Adam has never asked for somebody else. Adam couldn't ask for somebody else. Adam was perfect. Adam didn't lack. But God, the word, was supposed to be fulfilled in completeness. Hence, it was God's desire. Because Adam is 
a creator, he was a creature. He does not know what is complete. So God had to, to begin to deal with the last seal. In this seal, God says it is not good for a man to be alone. That's how the seventh seal came to manifestation. And God broke a silence on earth. So a man can sleep and out of his sight, God brought forth the woman. And the wherefore that created man was perfected because the way cannot fail. Are you seeing this? The word can't fail. Now, if anybody was to come or was to be born, God would not do it any other way. There was only one way God could do it. Do you know how? Let's forget it. Because everybody who was to be born was already in the wind. According to Ephesians, he chose us in himself before the foundation of the world. So everybody that was in the wind, now we were not in Adam. By physique, we were in Adam. But the word form, the soul man, was in God. So when, when Adam fell, God took the rest of the seals from one to seven and tied And the only in my name and how we shall come was reserved and kept a mystery. It was a mystery seals that God kept to himself. So it was in the way. So if Adam had to reproduce, God would tell Adam, this is what we do. This particular person is needed to help you in this particular way. Just like God said, it is not good for a man to be alone. God was not going to tell him, it is not good that you are only two. Let's get you another. Then Adam would produce what he know, what was to come, Adam would know exactly. Because the word was going to speak, and Adam was going to prophesy, and Eve was going to manifest that which has been prophesied by a prophet, the priest of the Lord. Again, so it was going to be a wet trajectory to produce a wet species. Are you getting it? So, but there is something we need to understand here. 
When Adam sinned, everything that was in him fell. So, Adam created a bridge between us and God. There was a cut off between us and God. So when Adam was cut off, we also got cut off. That's why our birth, when we were born on earth, now we are born wild and far away from God. But only God knows his own species that is to be born. That's why now and then God will bring a particular species to do a particular thing, a particular assignment. And God will tell them what would be the name. And God will tell them what would be the future of this man. And God, by his own spirit, will actually lead this man, cover this man, speak to this man. And God will be doing those things. And people don't know why is God doing this. The word continues his work, even in the absence of that particular unity. Then God came behind man, looking for man, creating a platform to bring the entire humanity back to himself. So Israel was a platform that God was putting in place so that he can produce the word man. So there was the word, and the word created man in his own image and likeness. The man was a child of the wind. But when we come to the conclusion of our subject, when God brought forth Jesus through Mary, the weight was made flesh. I don't know, I want to put this in my mouth. I can't take this because I'm trying to explain this. The weight, saints, the weight was made flesh. Let me just remove certain understanding that comes to us when we hear this. The word was not like, it was not like Adam who existed. And then God made a body for Adam to dwell in a tabernacle. But that tabernacle that was born by Mary was the word himself. The word became flesh. The word was made flesh. That which we saw Jesus of Nazareth. He was not metaphorically something. He was God in the flesh form. The very blood bones and flesh was God product. 
Jesus was completely God. It was the word. Remember, when we say he was God, you will not understand what we mean. We tell you that he existed before there was God. And and then the word, when the word became God, it is subjective to subject that was worshiping the word. People of God, what we have here in front of us is the word in a what? In a letter form. The problem of this is. If we have another mind of who God is, we are going to form a picture of a God who exists and His will. So it makes His will something else, and it makes Him another. Do you know that men can change what they say? They can tell you I was joking. They can tell you I made a mistake. But God can change. And God did not make a mistake. Ask Moses. Moses, let me finish this people. I will create Israel using only you. And Moses said, God, please. Oh, God, please. He interceded. And God said, okay. But it's still gonna happen. Because I already said it. And it can change. You need to understand, people of God, that because you and your words are different, you can tell people in court that I was joking, I was playing. I didn't mean it. But God can't say I didn't mean it. The very thought of God he meant and must come to me because the thoughts of God are as good as he spoke them and are as good as having been manifested. He keeps some as thoughts so that our people who are not the way species may not be able to access because they have no access to his thoughts. What has access to his thoughts is his word because the word comes and returns back to his thoughts again. Because he says, so shall it be that the word that I speak unto you, it shall not return to the void. So if you are spoken to me, you are not void. People, when God created the heavens and the earth, it was not void. So you are not void. You cannot be void. You cannot be formless. There is a purpose. There is a destiny in time. And it goes beyond time. What you are. But that which God has spoken must be turned back to him. That's why the word species have access to the thoughts of God. 
white species have the access to the thoughts of God. Because they are part of God's thoughts. Let me just put it this way. They are part of God's eternal thoughts. That's why God would say to Abraham, what, what shall I hide unto my friend Abraham? So God cannot do something. And the red species is here and is clueless of what God is doing. Like the rest of the people. That's why I know those who are clueless about COVID-19. I doubt if they are wet species. Because God would not let his bride be clueless like the rest of the world. You get what I'm saying? When I bring it to COVID-19, it screams. It falters. The known and the powerful. Because everybody, when it comes to COVID, they say COVID is not a matter of faith. What is it a matter of? Because it's a demon. Like the rest of the demons. Don't specialize it. It's not a matter of, it's not a matter of faith, it's a matter of mask. Come on. In this church, we have never had an experience. No one with the experience. Are you hearing me, sir? Why? Because we believed what God said. We did not ignore. We were not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Because the word cannot fail. It don't matter who spoke it. It cannot fail. We need to understand the word is the word regardless of who says it. Look at the man called David. The man God said to him, you can't build me a house. Your, your hands are full of blood. But that same man speaks of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And he speaks of it like nobody has. When Jesus was to die, his hope was in the words spoken by David. Let me just tell you how many times many people used the history of David as an excuse to disbelieve God. I tell you, Jesus is our testimony. But our lives or the devil may actually bring false witness against you. So that you have a testimony that affects that of Jesus Christ. You need to understand it. Lazarus gave you a testimony that brings value to what the Lord has done. It is a testimony. It is a main testimony that emphasizes and confirms who Christ is. But it also becomes a man's testimony that is used against the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you seeing that? That's why David says, 
Psalm 23. The Lord is much. And I, not Jesus, I shall not As the seed of God, you have to stand to tell the world that you, being seen in the world, you have a shepherd. You are a weak species. You are not just a man. So, the word whom God became, the word did not become God, the word, God became the word. Because in the beginning, it was the word. And if you want to understand, you need to understand that you can make the word something else. When Jesus was to resurrect, that which David spoke came to be. Think of it. Many people will tell you how uh, he, he killed Uriah and took his wife. But let me just tell you something. The word was in him. There was the word speech. But when Jesus was brought to earth, he was not a byproduct. Can I repeat it? When Jesus was on earth, he was not a byproduct. He was not produced from something. The word was made tangible. The invisible word was made tangible. And I want to bring it to you that is a purpose. Because the bride, we can't speak of the bride unless there be a body. When we say it is not, when, when God said it was not good for a man to be alone, it's because in order for the man to have the bride, the man must have a body. So the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ cannot be produced from the body of Adam that is defined. So the word himself was made flesh. The reservoir of spirits. The reservoir of souls. Praise God. So that with that body, it would be that the bride would walk the streets of Galilee. That the bride would be hanged with him at the cross. Has any man bringing condemnation to the bride? It's unlawful. And God will punish such a man. Because the bride has already gone through judgment. Hence for now. Now judgments are needed. Why? Because the church will begin to understand mystery. The great mystery. That he or she was crucified with Christ. That's why we have called the life figure. The analogy that tells us by baptism that we died with him. We accepted by baptism. That when he was crucified, we were crucified with him. So that body 
was the way flesh. The word in a tangible form. The scripture in the book of, of, of Philippians says, He took form of a man. Because he came to redeem man, he had to take the form of a man, not the flesh, the form of a man. And you can understand that we have got many kinds of flesh different. The flesh of birds, the flesh of fishes, the flesh of the animals, the flesh of man. That he had to do what? To be a kinsman. To be a kinsman, you need to take a form of the thing that you are seeing, that you are redeeming, so that the thing that you are redeeming may actually receive the benefit of redemption. Hence, what you and I have now, this body, is not called a body, it's called a temple. And because we are a child of God, it becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that your disappearance, when you begin to deny who you are from your family and your family spirits, and your genealogy, when you deny it, you may be restored back to God, the Father. What God is doing? He is sending a soul to fetch a body in Christ. God must make for his bride a body, and the body should be the word body. Oh, are you getting what I'm saying? It has to be the word body. So that body is God. When Jesus was walking on the face of the earth, the bride, he was pregnant with the bride. So the bride is to be taken off of his sight. Not that the falling can be, but let him have it. And you get what I'm saying? Literally, if the wife or the bride of the first Adam was taken from Adam's sight, the bride of the second Adam must be taken from his sight. That's why the devil has no hold on me. He has no hold on you. Because there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ. Who are not born by the will of the flesh, but by the will of God. There is no more condemnation. Why? How can you condemn that which has already received judgment? Sentence has already been on Christ on the cross. You can't bring another sentence. It will be a second crucifixion. Hence the bride must be a replica again of Christ Jesus by works and by the weight. By works and the weight. The problem is now we try to count the weight. We speak of the Holy Spirit. And we feel bad, you know, we may not have it. The truth is, our conditions are not conducive for the word to land on us. Therefore, the Holy Spirit has no hope in you. As scripture says, 
in the house of business. Cars had no room in the first coming. I see history repeating itself that Christ has no rooms among Christianities. Why? Because people will receive Christ. People will receive Jesus as long as Jesus is not the way. People deny the way not knowing they are dealing with Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus is faithful to everywhere to listen here. And brother and sister, let me just tell you, because it is written, you have a proof to say, God, prove you in me with what you wrote here. Speak like a man from Gideon. If God be with us, we are here of his miracles. We are here of his great works. But where is this miracles? Where is this great works? If God be with us. I tell Christianity today. The society of Christianity is happy just to go to one man to tell them nonsense. How can we find in Pentecostal church charismatic movement? A pastor claims to be to be going to visit in towns and claim that he would rather not choose the people who are saved. He would choose sinners so that he can actually dance with them in their evil songs. And today, many Christians are taking it easy because now the church is actually not being made church. The entire formality of who the church is has been taken off. We have forgotten that the church is the body of the Lord. So you understand when the scripture says you are seated in heavenly places. How are you seated when you are on earth? You are, we are here. How are we seated there? Because the very body that is seated has me in it, has my physique, my physical body is not guaranteed from Adam, it's guaranteed from the second Adam, who is the last Adam. Jesus has my physique and it's perfect, it can't get sick, hallelujah, it has no leg. That's why you will understand that we are crucified with him. And because we are crucified with him, we are also glorified with him. Them which he has called, he has justified. Them who he has justified, he has what? Glorified. So my brother, you are already glorified. Why? Because the word in his body of the word completed the work and he said it is finished. And all the narrative changed. The entire perception of the approach to life changed. The problem is we 
want to include the word in the mannerism of life we were living before. When we supposed to reject and annihilate the manner in which we were living and live fully in the world. That's why it should be a shame for a Christian to say, I am sick. Because whose message is that? Do you understand any time you say, I am sick, you oppose that by his stripes we were healed. You are opposing your scripture. So what is your stand? Is it the word stand or the sick stand? You stand with the sickness, preaching the message of the devil, I am sick. You need to understand that there are all things that we are challenged by when we are alone. Where we supposed to identify with the word and we choose the opposite way. Refuse Christ head on because the word challenged you and you dodged him. Do you know what they do? They will say God will answer. You realize that you made God and I know you make him a person. So we understand when you say God will answer, then we understand who your God is. Your God is Satan. God understands already. He's not going to. He has already understood. That's why his word is complete. All you and I need to do, we need to lay down everything else to take the position of the weight whenever we are presented with a challenge. Because the word of God, it is in every age, is made oh, to take on challenges of all the age. The message of the hour it lacks nothing. Can't be said is a monopoly tool. It lacks nothing. It has every ability to overcome all challenges of this age. Why? It is the way that was designed for the last days to carry every wet species in this time. Where are the benefits of the word? We do not benefit from the word. You know why? Because the word is not God to us. That's why a person can stop paying tithes and still pray. I don't understand. How do you do it? How do you pray? You have told the word that you are nothing to me. So when you pray, who are you praying? Because the word always has been God. God became the word. Because the word was before there was God. So if the word changes when it comes to you, 
that you can say no one will understand this man do you understand what you just said what would you do if it was your child that died Aaron had his two sons died because they broke the weight when they died their uncle came to tell Aaron you will not mourn for them you would not cry you would not touch their bodies you would not attend their funerals you will have no pain for their death or you are a dead man Because this man stands to live his own way. He had to take the way inside. I don't know how he did it, but I believe he had to be angry like God. How could you do this? That was the only way a man could say, I'm going to feel bad. He's his brother who has lost two nephews at the same time. Already comes with the wrath of God. What could you have done? What could you have done? How can you change an emotion of losing children and never feel sorry when they died? How could you do that? The way. Come the way again. Whenever you see that happen, the word has become the word again. The seed has become a seed again. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Blessed be the name of the Lord. It happened to the prophet with the son being. The son of the prophet has gone highly. He did all kind of bad things. Even smoked. He did all this kind of wrong things. And he ended up breaking a vow. By breaking a vow, the prophet went to tell him, You shall never preach. Firstly, he told him, This is the house of God. This is not my house. You can't play your music and all these other things. Here. As long as you are here, you can't be doing that. That's this is not my house. You need to respect that house of God. Then Billy Paul ran away to stay with the uh, uh, Sunday. Oh, brother Brandon's mother, if I'm not mistaken. You know Brandon's mother. Breaking a vow, and he was. That is the standard. He had to take a stand of the word. Amen. About everything. Billy Paul, whom he took to Bible school, whom he wanted to make and to be to be what? Somebody that would continue the ministry after he died. But when he, when he took a side against the word, he was finished. No compromise. If the prophet stood that way, we have to find and check ourselves. Where are we standing? In which side are we in? On which side? Are you 
on the side of the way. Over. What happened? Normally, it will be said that the rules are bent when it comes to pastor's children. Not here. The same thing that happened to Moses, to Aaron, to Brother Brandon, what happened the same. We have to find a side and take the side of the way above our affections and the love of our children. The word must remain authority. Praise God. So in the message, they bend rules because their children are now have fallen and become enemies of the word, enemies of the truth. Hence I say today, the people in the message, wake up! Brother Joseph has no authority to bully the people in the message because this message is coming from God, not from man. This message it's not a dialogue, a generational thing or product. No, sir. This message is a God-born product. The same as Christ was born, so came the message in the last days. I respect what you've seen, Brother Joseph. It may be true what you've seen, but your vision about listening to tapes only does not tally with the Holy Ghost, Scripture, and truth. So we don't listen to you, brothers. We listen to the Word. We will listen to your Father. He's our prophet. You are just a church member. I respect you as a pastor because you are a pastor now. But when you break Scripture, we are all human, brothers. Not because we hate you. Because we hate everything that is different to the truth. And we're not going to set our affection and say it was the time of the prophet. Shut up and shut down. Prophet or no prophet child. This is God's way. We stand by the truth. The standard of the message. The prophet took it hard. No man in this oh, 20th century, 20th century, no man should have done that. I can show you, even with our, our precious, honorable TDJs and so forth, their children have done a mess. Went on drugs and did all kind of things. They brought them back and made them preachers. Brother William's child broke a vow. He broke a vow. He promised somebody to marry and it was broken by the power of the sister. And this man, by that, was disqualified from preaching. Completely. That's the standard of the way. If anybody wants us to know, that's marriage in the box. You need to understand. We have played too much. We have compromised too much. We wanted to see men smile and men live in the church. And now we've seen the way that disappear slowly and slowly. When we lose the word value, the word of holy to we lose God in the midst of the church. The church will be left with people and nothing. What minute the church with me without God? Who do you think I am? I am just one of the peaks. Without God, I am absolutely nothing, Jesus said. We need to understand that the word that said, let it be mine. Has always had the authority. 
God became that weight. And the weight was God. That weight was made flesh. Any weight product, any man weight product, will not be something else but what the weight is. Let me just read the last quote and that. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to show you something. If you don't believe me, I'm going to show you something. That little insight, okay, let me just read from the power of transformation. That little insight of the insight, that's where you start, which is your soul. Are you getting that? Then come from that, your, your, you are a spirit. Then you become a living being, right? Now, the living being has five senses to contact. The servant has five senses. So that's the outside world. What does he have? See, taste, feel, smell, and hear. The inside body has love and conscience and so forth behind them, right? Five senses. But the inside of the inside, the control tower, is either God or Satan. God 
responsibility. Because the thief was calling unto them. You know, a white field man, the way he is well supported. You don't hear many of those noise or nothing. The way that's killing me. You can study and make all your preachings and study them and so forth. If it's not God, it's your own thing. You still take it in the people of God that junk that you think, oh, when I preach this way, it's going to help them. You better learn that these are the people of the way. You can only give them the instruction of the Father. Nothing else. If God did not instruct you to do so, you have no right to bring a red to the bride of God. Are we getting it, saints? Let's make a difference. The word that came to Moses, saying to Moses, 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 take off shoes from your feet. And Moses obeyed the word and took shoes from his feet. That same word spoke to Cain and said, Cain, Cain, sin lieth at the door, and his desire is towards you, rule it. Cain ignored the word that was to Christ. He ignored the word that was to be God to him. What was in him is either God or Satan. But Moses did it. Hallelujah. So is all the word species. Even if you are lost, in your life, when the word comes, all oh, the word comes to their own. Think of David, heading down terrible things, depressed, under stress, not knowing what to do. A prophet was sent to him to deliver him out of hell. Look at the attitude of the words. When David falls in front of a prophet, and say, since I was born, I have never been clean. My mom conceived me in iniquity. He is praying to God, he hated me a clean heart. I have a very defiled and dirty, filthy heart. Please take it out, Lord. He hated a clean heart, Lord. Restore the right spirit. Take not away thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. That was a word speech. Recognizing the presence of the wind. Every time you will know where you're coming from. He chose us in himself. That's why we know when Jesus was on earth. I'm telling you, he carried us. That's why we are coming on. The scripture says his name is the word of God. And his name can only be your name. He says in the day he created them, he called them Adam. So the name that Jesus carries, you carry. Don't worry about what your mom told you. 
Don't worry about the people have named you. The name they named you, the perception they gave you, all the rumors and lies they spoke on you. It don't matter. Remember that you are identified truly in the way. Why? Because you are worshiping. You are God with God. You can say, glorify on me, O God, with the glory we had before. Because you have a glory with you. The scripture says, the sons of God. What did he do? You know what he did? We shout him for joy. That's the joy we seek from the Lord. And I'm saying this to you, church of the living God. The way has always been God. God has always been the way. The way is not something. It is the very person that we call God. Are we getting there? So before God could actually be God, you can have that, what is called, it was the way there, having everything in him. Now the way is, everything that was in him, and it is, it is spoken and made manifest. And we can see it. So what am I saying now? Identify yourself. As Jesus said, I forgive and I forgive you. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. You can't serve any other God but the way. If you have everything in your life that is the weight contract, that is weight contract, refrain and throw it away because you are actually the enemy of God. You are actually being what? The weight conqueror. You are like the Pharisees who wanted to kill Jesus. What did they want to kill? They wanted to kill the weight. They wanted to destroy the, the very presence of the weight. Just because the weight exposes their evil, it brings their evil to light. What is your intent? What is the weight doing to you when it speaks every time? The weight is not actually trying to destroy you, but it's trying to cut you to bring you to a shining diamond. It's trying to chase you to bring you through fire so that you can be without spot or anything. You are the weight species. And the weight, who has always been God, if you are from him, you are none else but him. And he's not afraid to be identified with you. So do not be ashamed. We are taking with the weight. Everywhere. Every time. Now we understand. The weight was before there was God. So if you want to know who is God, is the person of the weight. <coughs> when he was spoken to me, he became the son. Still the weight. To carry our work. The Father's will. So you were chosen in the Son. What is your intent? What is the purpose to carry out the Father's will? When churches, when Pentecostals, when Basarabani forgets about the true value of truth and the weight, we won't let down the past. We won't do it. We come back, we speak to the way. We try to shake off everything. 
As we come close to his coming, the word is coming for not anyone, but the word speaks. The roads that are falling as the fooling of the way things by the preaching of the truth, the mysteries of God being made known to his people. We are not here to make masses of change. We are here to bring the lost in Christ to back to Christ so that they could, they could live their lives like Paul to say, I live yet not I, but Christ will live in me. What is he saying? Is that I am only here to show you Christ. Whether it is at work, at school, university, wherever you are, you are put strategically there to show the rest who Christ is. So I'm saying to you, when anybody in your group, when teachers are hopeless and teaching children and getting them into the things of the world, you have to stand to tell them about the love of God to always. In your career, in, in your in wherever you stay, you don't matter where, be the way to is there anyone that can say, Lord, I can't be anything else but you? I give myself to you right now. Father, we give our lives to you. We raise our hands to you. We have hope in the way. And the way never changes. It has been given authority above all in all dimensions. It goes and it has the authority. It leads in all dimensions. And he is the judge of every species and everything that's in all dimensions. When we have the word, we will remain when everything passes away. Oh Lord, as we raise our hands, we recognize your holiness. We recognize your, your, your greatness, your blamelessness. We recognize the work of the cross. And we say, Lord, forgive us when we embarrass you. Forgive us, oh Lord, when we do not represent you well. Help us to be a proper representation of Jesus Christ on the face of the earth, in every place where you place us, where you lead us, Lord. Oh Lord, be merciful to us. Help our faith, Father, that we feel not. Fill us with judgment so that we may be able to give distinctions from right and wrong. To walk in the newness of life. So that Christ liveth in us. So Lord, we surrender our power to you. Holy soul and spirit. And we say, Lord, be God in us. No Satan, Lord. We refuse everything that connects us with you. Whether it be a feminine spirit, a genealogy, any kind of a thing that connects us with him, Lord, we turn it off and we call it a sin. We say, Lord, we will represent you in truth. 
In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. 